Well, hi and welcome to the Connect podcast. And uh, this is Pastor Ryan here. And today I have uh, Miss Malcolm as I knew <laughs> back in the day, but no longer. Mel Malcolm with Thank us. Thank you, yes. And uh, Mel, you brought the word um, this morning and it was amazing. Thanks. It was so good. I mean, I, I'm so excited about this series. Yeah, it's been great. We started last week with the Beatitudes, the blessings uh, that Jesus spoke about and also kind of an intro to the context mm. and the conversation that Jesus was having and how controversial yeah, it totally. was really, mm. uh, which I, I loved. And then, and then today you kind of, and it's so interesting how Jesus goes straight out of the blessings and then he goes, right. So with, they're the kind of people that I'm saying are blessed yep. and they should be salt and light in the community. Mm. Which is so cool. And yeah. um, tell us a little bit about your message, because I, I, I don't want to steal your thunder. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was Salt and Light, Matthew 5, 13 to 16, um, and essentially just sort of picked out, broke down the verse and picked out the ideas that firstly Jesus is saying, you know, if you're living by the Beatitudes and, and the kind of, you're the kind of person that is that kind of kingdom person, then you will naturally be salt. And so that metaphor for the first century audience was obviously really powerful. Salt was really valuable, I talked about, and, you know, um, something I learnt in my research was that it was actually used as currency at some point. That place. I didn't know. Yeah, neither. That's fascinating. Yeah, so just because salt to us is just so everyday, it's commonplace. It's yeah. almost, you know... Um, but for them, it was something that was really hard to get and it was expensive and valuable. And that's Jesus saying, you are that in yeah. our society. And then you have certain functions because of that. And essentially... It's a the, valuable commodity. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially the two main purposes. I think there are others, but mainly to season and then to preserve. And so um, we shared around the idea that seasoning, it's about you know adding flavor, the God flavors to the world. It's about... In our conversations and in our actions, making sure that we are kind of demonstrating the kingdom values and the way we talk to people, the way we act, the way we react to situations. And, you know, when with something salty on your food, it brings out the natural flavours in the food. It's not that flavour in itself, but it kind of makes you want more. Right. You know? and it, it Desirable. Gives you that taste. Yes, it's this moorish sense. And, you know, people say that about Christians who are living their life well, that there's something about you I want to know more about why you live that way and that's what Jesus is saying we should be we should kind of create that thirst in people and talked about the woman at the well and how beautifully Jesus just invited her into a conversation not not you know judging or not in a superior way but he just spoke truth and authenticity and piqued her curiosity so then she's like going and telling everyone come she, and see she this literally guy. ran yeah. into the town as like could he be the messiah wow and that caused her heart to be open to that truth and i think jesus saying that's what you christians who live by the beatitudes that's your job live your life in such a way that people get this taste of something different and it will stand out in today's society if we live the way the beatitudes say right and so people will be drawn to that hopefully and then the idea of salt preserving obviously no electricity no fridges so things like meat, they used to rub the salt into the meat to actually preserve it and prevent decay. And that's part of our job in society is to point to the things that we see around us that speak to God's kingdom and his values. And we want to point those out. We want to protect them whenever we can and make sure that we're helping people to see there's value in some of these things that are godly principles. And as we do that, I think people, again, will be drawn to us. But, you know, Jesus goes on in that verse to say, 
But if we lose our saltiness, how can we be made salty again? And basically, you just get thrown out mm. if you're not salty enough. So, you know, as we're being part of the world, we're in the world but not of the world, we have to be careful to be distinctive and maintain that Christian distinctive so that we do stand out. Otherwise, we become bland and useless. We That's don't right. bring those flavours out. We don't preserve the good things that God has put in our world and we get thrown out and and the original audience would have known that's what you did when salt got contaminated you threw it out onto the road to help kind of just harden the road surface and you were trampled underfoot which is what the verse says Mm. this is such a now scripture like for us and the period and time of history that we have i just feel like this is so applicable and and even you you said it so well yeah salt and light they would have been the most valuable of things i mean mm. if you didn't have a salt you couldn't preserve things you couldn't get flavor out of something but then if you didn't have light well i mean i mean this is northern hemisphere winters would be short days it it, it, it cut down your productivity mm. if you had no light i mm. mean you can't read you can't make dinner you can't do anything <laughs> yeah. i mean light is a valuable mm. something so valuable mm. but it really does carry a significance even today we can turn a light on mm. we can get flavor pretty easily mm. but in and ourselves there's there's such a powerful message in this i'd love for you to firstly just as we're starting to read through that passage and even read you read it out of the message yeah uh which is fantastic go and read it in the message even the passage translation does it uh, speaks really powerfully in mm. this way. Um, but once you've done that, discuss as a group, how, how have you seen this whole thing of being salt and light, possibly in your life, mm. or it might be someone that's uh, been this significant Christian person in your life that has always managed themselves in a way that people are drawn to them? Yes. Talk about the characteristics, mm. the, 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 the things that you would say are flavoursome yes. about your life or your story where you've seen that, mm. or in another life, because there are some characteristics mm. in that kind of behaviour, and a lot of them look like, to be honest, what Jesus says in the first few verses from 1 to 12, yeah. all those blessings. Mm. That kind of behaviour uh, draws and brings blessing that is so attractive mm. and flavoursome that you, you're drawn to these people. Yeah, people want more of it. Right. And as you said, t- the world is so dark and desperate at times, and so those kind of people are going to stand out. So hopefully there'll be lots of people you can think of that, yeah, fit that bill. What that is, maybe even write them down. I don't know, mm. throw them out there. What are the characteristics mm. that you've seen in people that have done this well? Mm. And, uh, yeah, draw them out, and that's something to pay attention to. And I wonder how many of them might just look like those first few verses in mm. 1 to 12 that Jesus opened up with. Yeah. Um, interesting discussion there. Do, does it, is there an alignment? Yeah. I'd imagine there would be. Yeah, hopefully, yes. <laughs> so discuss that. Um, but here, here's the other thing I want you to talk about is in the world that we're in, I mean, just this week past, we're, we're looking at abortion laws changing in New South Wales. They already have changed in other states. They're changing in other countries and other states around the world. Mm. Euthanasia law might be changed. Um, marriage equality or everything that happened last year with that and with, with you know, uh, gay marriage coming in is, is now that's the thing. Mm. I mean, some of us, it can be almost offensive as a Christian because you're going, this is opposing mm. what we know to be right, mm. in inverted commas, um, th- th- relating to scripture. Yeah. 
So what must our posture then be mm. as Christians? We think of the Israel for our case, for mm. instance. Yeah. I mean, he quoted scripture. He did it in a way that communicated and connected with an audience, but it fell poorly, you would say, Yes. for him and for others. Mm. Why did that happen? Mm. Interesting discussion as to was it was it wrong for him to possibly say or quote scripture? Mm. You know, how does that work? It would mm. be interesting just to discuss that and I encourage you to withhold your own judgment as you discuss it because there are some strong points of view yeah. around it. But really healthy to talk about it. Mm. What is our behaviour and what kind of flavour do we bring in a, in a society that would actually draw people to a point of wanting to connect with God. Mm. And as we were talking about before, um, I referred in my sermon as a bit of a side note that I yep. was thinking about as I prepared, that sort of idea of there's a difference between seasoning with salt yeah. and just too much salt. And right. then something becomes inedible in a sense. Or even with lighting, you know, there's lighting that illuminates and that guides and that it, you know, lifts up things. Yep. Or is it floodlighting, you know, if someone shines a torch or in a your eyes. Light. <laughs> and you're you're instantly repelled. It's distracting. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's something you want to run from. Yes, you want to be salt and light, but how do we do that and follow Jesus' example in that? So yeah. it actually piques curiosity. It actually draws people closer to Jesus rather yes. than repels them. Because, I mean, this is what scripture says so clearly. You are meant to be a light on a hill. Mm. So you're meant to be very, we as Christians are called to be very prominent yes. in terms of people being able to locate us and find us and being drawn to us. Mm. And it should be something that's useful. Yes, yes. <laughs> right? But sometimes it's not. Yeah. It sends people away from mm. God. Because how does that passage end? Yeah, that's right. It uh, talks about pointing people to Jesus so they will glorify their father in heaven or the father in heaven that's yeah. that's the end goal that's the aim of shining and to seasoning to give glory to him yeah that's right and ultimately that's what Jesus came for mm. he came that there would be a restored connection between God almighty the mm. creator and humanity the created mm. now we can get in the way in that yeah. or we can be helpful the one thing that I, I even talked about is in, if you go down to Matthew 7, so we go further in to the Sermon on the Mount, mm. he, he gets, and we'll talk about this probably in the next podcast, is this whole thing of judgment. Mm. Yeah. Because throwing salt's a whole lot different to <laughs> seasoning, isn't it? Yeah. You throw salt in the eyes of somebody and they'll not appreciate it. No. And for me, that is the action of judgment, is mm. that judgment will always return judgment. doesn't matter how you throw it. Mm. And even what you might be saying might be right and true and correct. Mm. But if you throw it in someone's eyes, mm. they're going to react poorly. Yeah. And, and the Bible makes it very clear. Judgment will come back at you. Yep. That's exactly what you'll get back. Mm. You won't get love. You won't give, get people drawing closer mm. to God. Mm. You'll end up just pushing them away. Mm. Interesting discussion to have around that as well. Mm. Is how do we how do we be those prominent people? Yes. And and preserve and hold on to what is truth because here's the thing: Jesus didn't come to do away with the law. No, that's right. So some of us might say, "Oh, well, the the law, the Old Testament commandments, the mm. Ten Commandments, they're they're past, right?" But Jesus made very clear, "I've not come to do away with mm. that. I'm, I've come to fulfil it." That's right. And you and I are called to do that. Mm. Oh, this is brilliant. 
<laughs> Lots of good discussion to have. I, I hope this has been helpful. Message, go and listen to Mel's message as well as this podcast yeah. before you go to Connect. Uh, but just loving this series. And thanks for joining us on the Connect Pleasure. podcast, Mel. Thanks.